0: In Georgia Ag in Review, for the week of October 5th, we start off with Tyron Spearman giving us a quick overview of the October crop forecast.
1: USDA's Ag Statistics Service released on Friday the crop estimate for the United States. On peanuts for the southeast, they're showing now a slight decline to 1,819,200 tons. That's down 1% from September and down 30% from last year. The area nationwide on peanuts to be harvested is expected to be 1.08 million acres. That is down 28% from last year. Yields are expected to average 3,363 pounds per acre, down 34 pounds from last month, and down 63 pounds from the record crop of last year. However, this would be the second highest U.S. yield on record if realized. In the southeast, production in Georgia, Florida, Alabama is expected to be about 1,325,000 tons. That's down less than 1% from September and down 27% from last year. 825,000 acres is expected Expected to be harvested. That's 25 percent cutback in acres from 2008. Yields in the region are expected to be 3,384 pounds per acre. That's down 17 pounds from last month and 48 pounds per acre from last year. They are forecasting this year slightly less, except for Georgia. Alabama is expected to average 3,300 pound per acre. Florida, 3,100 pound per acre and Georgia, 3,500 pound per acre. Mississippi is also expected to average 3,500 pound per acre. On corn production, forecasted 13 billion bushels, 8% higher than 2008. Average yield, 164.2 bushels per acre. All cotton production is forecasted 13,480 pound bales. That's down 3% from last month and up 1% from last year. Soybean production is forecast nationwide. At a record 3.25 billion bushels, up 10% from last year, average yield is expected to be 42.4 bushels per acre.
0: And Randall Wiseman has an update on the fight against the death tax.
2: The National Cattlemen's Beef Association is continuing its fight on behalf of family farmers for relief from the estate or death tax. In a letter sent last week to the members of the House and Senate, NCBA, along with its partners in the Family Business Estate Tax Coalition, urged Congress to enact legislation this year providing permanent estate tax relief for family farms and businesses. Farm estates are 50 to 20 times more likely to incur estate taxes than other estates, and it's estimated that 1 in 10 farm estates with sales of $250,000 or more annually are likely to owe estate taxes in 2009. Those numbers according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Economic Research Service. Most of the time, these assets have already faced taxes two and three times over the course of a lifetime. The appraised value of rural land is extremely inflated when compared to its agricultural value, which can make it nearly impossible for asset-rich and cash-poor family farmers to keep their operations in the family at the time of death. So that's why NCBA is urging Congress to support H.R. 3524, The Family Farm and Conservation Preservation Act, sponsored by Congressman Thompson and Salazar. For more information, just log on to our website at southeastagnet.com.
0: And as we wrap up for this week, we hear from Everett Greiner, who gives his opinion on the ongoing water wars.
3: What's now referred to as the water wars, of course, is that uh, dispute between Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. It concerns the Chattahoochee River, which all three states benefit from. That fight's been going on for 20 years and very likely will continue another 20 years at least. Well, I went back to my files and dug up a USDA paper from 1992 which prioritized water use. First of all, human consumption. Second, uh, industrial use. Third was agriculture. Fourth, commerce. And fifth, recreation. Remember now, water issues are scattered all over this country any time a drought occurs, that bickering gets stronger. Now, I don't have a solution to the water wars or any other water problem. I don't think anybody else does. But it looks to me like after human consumption, food production ought to be next. But then I don't own a swimming pool, nor a boat.